Welcome to the first ever episode of Blue Resilience, a new podcast that myself, Colby Crosley, I'm the public information officer for the Auburn Police Department, and my co-host, Angel Ogondo, has created here at APD. I'm going to let Angel introduce himself. Hello, everyone. My name is Angel Ogando, and I am the Officer Wellness and DEI Coordinator for the Auburn Police Department. Yes, yeah, so we created this podcast just so we can give everyone listening an inside look here into the department. We're going to cover all things APD, whether that be mental health, things that happen within the department, covering different aspects of the department, different sections of the department. So there's a lot of things that we're going to dive into. I think it's going to be really fascinating and interesting for you, the listener, to listen in on this. Yeah, we want to give you the opportunity to kind of get an inside uh, perspective as to what goes on in here. You know, when I first started in my new role over a year ago, uh, there were so many things about law enforcement in general, but specifically to the Auburn Police Department that I did not know. And so it was really cool to be able to see uh, from this side all the amazing things that happen here. And so we look forward to being able to share some of this information to you so that you can better understand what the Auburn Police Department is all about. And there is so much to show, and that's what we thought this format of media was so important to showcase all of that because, you know, we make a ton of Facebook posts and we make videos, but we still are just kind of covering a small fraction of everything that takes place here at APD. So we figured if we could just sit down and talk to you, uh, that would be the best way to cover everything that's here at APD and the easiest way to do it. I would completely agree with that. Uh, there's so many aspects. Uh, it's really like, I like to use the word holistic. There's so many layers, so many dynamics, so much complex and just a lot of moving parts that allow the, the APD to do what they do. So a little bit about us. I am uh, come from a media background. I started in news, uh, was in news for about five years and then made the switch here to becoming a civilian employee. We're both civilian employees here at Auburn Police Department. I handle all media aspects of the job. I speak to the media. I make Facebook posts, things like that. And then Angel over here is a little bit of a different route, but still a civilian employee. Very important role here in the department. In fact, for me, I spent over 20 years in a completely different career. I was pastoring. And so for over 20 years, that's what I did. And I volunteered. My journey began here a little over six years ago when I began serving as a chaplain. So I was a volunteer chaplain, and the relationships that were formed and just the opportunity uh, just developed, and uh, here I am today serving in this new role. And it's an awesome role, and we're going to dive fully into that position in upcoming episodes, discussing everything that comes with it. Like I said, we'll be covering from top to bottom everything that happens here at the Auburn Police Department. So today we're just going to dive right in and kind of go into Angel's position a little bit, talking about mental health of officers and why that's so important. So you actually have some statistics that you've brought here today and just kind of discuss with us, you know, why was it so important for APD to look into your position and, and hire you? I mean, that's a, if I was in the community, I think that's a, a valid question to ask. Why wellness? Like, what what is the big deal? Why should we consider officer wellness as a priority for our community and for the police department. Yeah, and I'll just add to that, you know, when you're a police officer, you have to almost have this image, you know, you're tough, you're you're strong, you know, people come to you for help. Little do they know that the officer themselves also may need help too. Gr great perspective there. 
this is really about serving those who serve the community, right? They're the ones that are supposed to be the ones that take care of everyone. So why should we be taking care of them? <laughs> and I think, uh, I think some of the numbers, if you look at the numbers, if you see the research, what's out there, the, what officers experience, pretty scary, the numbers that we're seeing. And so some of the things that we're finding out that is fascinating and, and deep are things like, in an average, uh, Colby, uh, someone like you or me, we would experience a critical incident maybe one to five times in our entire lifetime. And so that can be anything from an unexpected death of a sibling, a loved one, uh, a sudden loss of, of employment that causes a lot of financial hardship. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of different traumatic things that we may experience. But typically, it's one to five. For an officer, they can experience a traumatic event one to five times in a given shift. Wow. In a given shift. So, one day. And so, if you think about that, even if they just experience two a year, you know, they're never able to to deal with it because for them, you know, they have to wake up the next day and put on that uniform and continue to put themselves in a situation where another incident can take place. Yeah, which kind of talks about or kind of, you know, brings up what I mentioned earlier in the fact that, you know, every day they have to put on that tough act because they are the ones that have to go out there and be the person that other people rely on. That is correct. That is correct. And so Here's another interesting statistic. The average age that officers die is 58. The national average is 75. And so there is a tremendous gap between those two numbers. So 58 for the officer. Almost 20 years. 75, almost 20 years. I'm 46 years old. And that's a scary number, 58. There's a reason behind that. And I think that's part of, hopefully we'll be able to highlight some of the challenges of why that is true. Things like hypervigilance, trauma, lack of sleep, so on and so forth. But for today, the main, the main reason why we're having this conversation is why should we have a wellness program for officers? Well, they're dying at a much uh, younger age than most, if not the rest of the nation. And we're just two civilians. Like I said, we're two civilian employees working at APD. We didn't go through the academy. We're correct. not officers. So we do plan on getting officers in here in future episodes to talk about these sort of situations. And, and if those numbers were extremely alarming to them, I'm sure, I'm sure they were. Absolutely. And this is the last one I would like to share. When we retire, you know, that should be a time that we're looking forward to, you and I, right? When, you know, when we retire, we... We expect that we're going to live another... I got, a few, I got a few years left, but yes. Another, yeah, so do I. <laughs> so do I. But eventually you look forward to that time where you can enjoy life and, and just in a different way. But you think you're going to be living a good 15, 20, if not 30 more years, right? Yeah. For an officer, their life expectancy once they retire is three to five years. And some some have suggested that the number is actually closer to five to seven years, but either way, that is a relatively short amount of time. It's extremely eye-opening, and I'm sure in this position you've also talked to family members of officers, 
And these numbers are something that I'm sure are concerning to them as well. And what adds to the that statistic is, and again, maybe 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 you you know or maybe you don't know, is the fact that all the com- compounding traumatic events added with every other thing that everything else that they have to deal with, all of that contributes to this unfortunate and scary statistic saying that once they're done serving as officers, they can expect to only be around for a couple more years. That's scary. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And and that's why it's so important that we went out and were able to find you, someone who has done so much for this for APD and this department already. And I actually have a list over here of some of the few things. We're going to tackle these in greater detail in future episodes, but just to kind of talk about some of the things that you've done already here at APD are just incredible. I mean, you've helped improve the peer support team, which obviously is massive. You've created a wellness room for the personnel, which is big, so they can go into a spot and just kind of decompress for however long they need. You've created numerous opportunities for extracurricular events for personnel and their families and and just so many things. You've expanded on the chaplain program, which is something we'll further dive into. And that's just a few of the long list of things that you've done here at APD. And we're going to go into greater detail about these and why they're important in future episodes. But can you kind of just talk about the importance of, of, you know, bringing all of this to the Auburn Police Department? Well, I think more importantly than all of that, I've had the privilege of walking into the space where officers walk into and I've had the privilege of earning their trust being able to get a glimpse into their world and to step into their personal lives as well has been more gratifying than I can say I want to add one more thought before we conclude mm-hmm. uh, the session as it relates to officers serving in the state of Washington When you look at the Washington State public safety trends of this year, it just came out. And when you look at the homicides, when you look at the violent crime, when you look at traffic deaths, auto theft, homelessness, the state of Washington is blowing out the numbers as compared to the rest of the nation. And so when you think about the stress, when you think about the tension and and the context of which the officers are working in, it's all the more reason why we as a community need to surround our officers and pour into them and make sure that they are as healthy as they can be as they serve our communities and as they keep us safe. Perfect. That's a great way to end this first episode. So we kind of dove into the statistics surrounding mental health. Now we're going to dive into our next episode, which is going to be about combating those statistics and figuring out ways that we can better the health and the well-being of our officers. So we appreciate everyone tuning in to this first episode. We don't know when that next episode is exactly going to come, but we hope to get that out as soon as possible. And then we're going to make this kind of a series, whether that be weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, we'll figure that out as well. But uh, if you like this, you know, you can listen to this on your drive in work. You can listen to this when you're just messing around in the kitchen or at home. All those ways to help support us. And if there's anything you want to know about APD, please let us know. You can comment that in our comment section below, and we'll definitely take note of that. So, again, Angel, this is awesome. I love that we're doing this. My name is Colby. I'm here with Angel Agondo, and uh, we hope to be talking to you a lot more.